Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Big Red and More podcast. I am your host, T-Bird, and with me, of course, is my partner, Jaden. How are we doing? Good. Um, you can find us at Big Red and More on Facebook. You can also find us at Big Red and More 1 and Big Red and More 2 on Twitter. And you can also find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So let's get into it. Um, last week was pretty horrific, to say the least. Um, we lost 48-7. to We're never in the game at all. What are your thoughts on the game besides disappointment? Well, yeah, the game was over right after kickoff pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I thought we were done with these blowouts after Michigan last year. And, you know, what was it? Scott Frost was saying this is a measuring stick game for us. And, well, guess what? That stick beat our ass. Yeah. And it, it was just ugly from the get-go. Nothing went right. I mean, there's a few positives that came out of it, but not many. Yeah, see, I'm I'm with you too, man. That was the most disappointing thing of it all is I thought we were done with the blowouts too. Um, I really, I really thought we were going to at least be competitive and we just weren't, we just flat out weren't. Um, so yeah, that's the most, that's the most heartbreaking for me is I, I really thought we were, we were done getting blown out and even worse being on game day, you know, we had all of those recruits there. It's just, it just sucks, man, because this was the year to really take a step forward because of the scheduling. Um, next year, next two years, it's it's horrific. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just a real disappointment. Um, I guess the positives is we're still in contention for the West. You know, if we can still win every game other than Wisconsin and Iowa, we're still not. It's still a hell of an improvement than we were last year. So I guess that's all we really have to hold on to, really. That's literally all we have. I mean, yeah, the West is still ours. We still have a good shot. Say say we only even just lose to Wisconsin and we beat everybody else. Mm-hmm. What is that, 9-3? and three? That would put us with two losses. But then you got to look at who – Wisconsin still has to play uh, Ohio State. Yep. And uh, who else do they play? Do they play Michigan State? Um, no, I think I'm, I think that no, maybe Penn State. Yeah, I know they got a grueling schedule yeah. this year. So yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, but I mean, I guess the thing with that is, as long as we beat Wisconsin and Iowa, those are the two that are really going to challenge us, and we'll right. get the tiebreakers over them. So right. Well, you got to look at our next four games. Also, we have a good shot in all four. It's Northwestern, what at Minnesota, yep. uh, Indiana, yep, and then, and then Purdue. And, Purdue. Mm-hmm. So there's a good possibility to go 4-0, 3-1, somewhere in there. There is. Uh, um, I think Minnesota is going to be the toughest game on that slate. I think people are sleeping on Minnesota this year. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, that's the one I'm worried most about. Just Well, I mean, they, it is at Minnesota, so that's the mm-hmm. that's what causes con- concern. That's, that's one preseason that I had us down as a loss for, too. Yep. So, yep. Um, okay, so it's just some of the notes that I had coming out of that game is um, quick reactions was Adrian Martinez is always coming out flat. 
um, damn near every game. Do you think that's a coaching issue? I'm not sure what that is, but then when I, when I saw a, uh, a still of a picture the other day, you know when he threw that uh, interception that the th- overflowed The third one? Wandell. The third one that was god awful. Well, the one that well, – Oh, no, the, the second one, that, one was, that got tipped? Yeah, that got tipped yeah. and the guy was laying on the ground. That was the second well, one. Well, they showed, they showed a view of Adrian Martinez throwing that ball, and he literally had – an offensive lineman at his stomach because the defensive lineman was pushing him into Adrian. Let me guess, it was Farniak. It uh, right tackle is that Farniak. I'll get Farniak, I'll get to yep. him in a minute. Yeah, so you know I don't know if it's Martinez or if it's just you know he's struggling with you know offensive line not protecting him. High snaps continuously. Receivers it's, not. It's, I think it's a. I think it's a combination of things. I don't know if it's so much coaching. I think it's just he's under so much more pressure this year. Right. So I guess. So I guess lately it's been more of it's it's a it's a whole bunch of things going wrong that are helping contribute to his yips or whatever you want to call it. Um, but. Yeah, I guess this game's a bad example for it. I guess some of the other games is more him coming out flat, but you can we can look to high snaps, we can look to receivers not being in the right spot, we can look to, you know, not getting enough time. So there's there's a lot of things out there. Um you know, I I definitely have Farniak sucks. Uh right right I will, in my notes. I totally I totally agree with that one. Um, he is Awful. He was going against Chase Young, so I'll give you that. Um, and you couldn't necessarily bring over a double to help with Chase Young because then you're exposing the rest of the line, and the rest of their defensive line is good too. So it's it's a you know double negative there. Do you bring pull someone over to help with Chase Young and weaken the left side, you know, of the line, or it's. No, because you well you would need to maybe have like a blocking fullback, which we don't have, right? Or running back when you're putting I don't know, Dedrick, you're putting Mills Dedrick, out there. Yeah, you're putting Mills out there. I don't know how good of a blocker he is. I haven't really paid attention to that. Well, you uh, you risk putting Mills out there when we all know Washington isn't a hundred percent healthy, right? And we need Mills yeah. to stay healthy. So it's well, Mills looked pretty good this weekend on the few decent drives we had when we went i formation yes i'm very excited about that scott frost said he's uh he's gonna make that a staple in the offense now yeah you know like a uh, pick six podcast was saying you know like one question got brought up of why wouldn't you stay with that well if you're getting blown out anyways just save it for the rest of the big Ten, rest of the season don't you know if you can hold some cards and you, no. you know you're not gonna win the game anyways you might as well so yeah. I can see the argument for that. Yeah, they said they said on that you know that one where uh, Dedrick Mills was the lined up as the fullback and took it and right. got like what ten yards on yep. it. And you know, did you see who tackled him? Young. Yeah, if it wasn't for they said if it wasn't for that guy being so good, how many yards would he have gotten on that? Yeah, play? he could have broke it open. Yeah, big time. He was wide open, but. That Chase Young, man, he is good. Yeah, he is. Um, there's a reason why he's the top ten pick next year. Yeah, yeah. So I'd take him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then I also got the offense is way too streaky. We need to be more consistent. We're either having 
explosive or just completely dead in the water and hurting our defense. Right. So what, we just need we need to be able to sustain drives is what we need. Yeah, three and outs are not helping no. at all. No. And, you know, third and long or even second and long are killing us. Yeah, I agree. Um, so one interesting thing, too, is I know this is probably going to upset a lot of people, but Mo Berry isn't very good this year. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. I, I, it's very rare they call his name. Mo Berry, that, that, that uh, possession that we didn't play Mo Berry the entire time is when we held him to a field goal. And if you look at the stats for the entire year, our defense holds the offense by two more yards per play when Mo Berry isn't on the field. Yep. And we were – go ahead. We were actually talking about that the, uh, watching the game, uh, saying I don't think we're going to miss Mo Berry next year. No. Um, you know, I think Honus can slide in there. Honus, Honus is getting to the – getting to the ball he's just not wrapping up um but i'll give him the benefit of the doubt not just because he's my he was my guy that i was really counting on but more or less because he he was injured last year and missed the full camp this year so he's lost a lot of developmental time there so i'll give him the benefit of the doubt if it happens next year then we're calling him out for sure um colin right. miller's a stud so, yeah, I like him a lot. So I think I I honestly agree with you. I don't think we're gonna miss Mo Berry one bit. Mm-mm. Um, no, and then you got all those freshmen that are gonna be redshirting this year. That outside of uh, what is it, Nick Henrik? Yeah. And uh, what was the other one? There's two of them. I can't remember off the top. Yeah, I can't of my remember. Head. So either way, I think we'll be just fine without Mo Berry. Yeah, I mean it just it just sucks because he's such a good dude. Um, he's our leading tackler and things like that, but the leading tackler on Rutgers doesn't necessarily mean that he's a good player. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? It just it just means that he's he's got the most tackles. So, but yeah, if you look at each play, Mo Berry's reaction time to going to the ball is is bad. It's really bad. It's, it's slow, and then he'll hit the wrong holes. Yep, exactly. So and. You know, um, you could argue that that's a scheme. We don't know what the scheme is. We don't know what their um, what's assignment is on each one of those well, plays. Well, yeah, assignment is, you know, you have a certain hole you're supposed to hit. Right. And sometimes uh, they go off that. Right, that's what I mean, they, like two they, gap, one gap. Right, they go off that, and they should follow their assignment but yet sometimes they don't think, oh, they're going to go through here. Well, guess what? They end up getting burned. If they would just follow the assignment, it'd probably go a lot better. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough to say because we don't know what their assignments are, but what I have to go off of is reaction time, and reaction time isn't there in my opinion. So, um, yeah, I mean, and that stat, two yards per play, would be even worse if – Colorado's opening drive wasn't held back by penalties because he got burned a lot on that, but they didn't go against him on the stat column. So, oh, the opening drive, the one where <laughs> we stopped him on a three and out. Yes, but got that stupid penalty. Yes, but they had no, they had a bunch of penalties, 
put meaning yeah. meaning all they would have had big plays. Uh, they oh, had 15 right. plays for a total of 13 yards, but it's yeah, because they had right. like five penalties so, on that drive. Right. So, so yeah, I don't. I just I don't know, man. I'm disappointed in that, but you know they're not going to take him off the field. No, he's he's a leader in the locker room, so they're they're going to keep him. Yeah. On the field. Yep, they will. Um, one other thing to kind of think about here is uh, the coaches are young, too. Outside of Verduzco, these are young coaches, and they're only in their second year of playing in a in a major conference. So, that I mean, they're kind of learning on the fly, too. So yeah. that might be something – you know, to think about is, hey, these coaches are learning just along with the players. So it sucks. We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait for this rebuild, but we're going to have to. Yeah, we have no choice. It's, I put it, you know, even two to three years down the road is where we're going to be where we want to be by then. Right now we're just trying to, you know, continuously build and build and get confidence and, you know, get it going the way that Scott Frost wants it to go. Who knows? I I was very disappointed this week, and it – I don't know. It's just I, I, It just sucks because you know the next two years are going to be rough too because, right. of, because of the scheduling. And, you know, these, these – these freshmen and sophomores or, you know, these recruits that we have coming in, it's going to take them time to get it together too. They're not just going to all pop instantly the first year. So it's just, yeah, it just Our, sucks being patient. This, this year's schedule worked out best. This was our, as, yeah, this was our chance yeah, because next year I believe is pretty freaking rough. I think we have Michigan, Penn state, um, no, we have Ohio State and Penn State and Rutgers from the uh, east. Mm-hmm. But our, our non-com is pretty dang easy. Central Michigan, South Dakota State, and Cincinnati. Uh, we actually open up with Purdue for the first game. That's uh, okay. That'll be, that'll, that'll be fun. Yeah, will it? <laughs> yeah. Well, our first four, our first four games are in Lincoln, so – that helps. Yeah. Um, but it's still it, it's still going to be rough. And then you go to 2021, and you're talking about <coughs> even more rough. Because that's the year we have Oklahoma. And then we have, uh, let's see, we have Ohio State, Michigan State, and Michigan. Ouch. Yeah. Um, one more alarming stat that really uh, shook me and not in a good way was UCF was among the top of the Power Five in recruiting. And Nebraska was at best in the middle of the pack. We were on par with Cal. So so these the talent pool that these guys had, these coaches had when they did go to UCF, was greater than what they had coming here to Nebraska. And that's just really sad. That's pathetic. And I, I think that just completely opens my eyes even more to just how bad we were. You know what I mean? Like, we were lucky to sneak in a couple of eight-win seasons there with Riley. 
Uh, it's just one year of uh, we got nine wins. Oh, okay, yeah. No. So that basically that had to have been a fluke. Well, it was schedule. Yeah, schedule. We started out seven and zero. Yeah, that's and right. And we ended up nine and four because our or the start of that year was just so easy. Yeah. Yep. You're right. You're right. Um. So yeah, I just it just sucks, but it, that's what we're gonna have to do. Um. One good thing too is I did see a lot of the recruits on Twitter um, saying how they they really appreciated how all the fans stayed through the entire game. Yeah, I was surprised. I was really was. I was really surprised too. Um, if I was at that game, I probably would have left. Yeah, probably. So that was that was really nice that the recruits appreciated that. Um, I read an article today on Hell Varsity saying that they, the recruits that were there, and we had a lot of them, were really bonding. Um, they really uh-huh. formed a bond together, which is nice because the 2019 recruits, um, they were all in like a uh, group chat coming, coming through the recruiting process, and they all really formed a bond that way. And I think these guys are kind of similarly doing the same. Right. So, so that's the positive notes for the future too. Is that well, there? Uh, they got that. Uh, what is it? Rodney Gross. Yeah, he's going to announce on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then the Louisville cornerback. Uh, I can't say is Delanacy or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking uh, about. Yeah, he decommitted from Louisville today. Nice. So I didn't see that's that. That's a good sign. Yeah, he decommitted today, and. Who else was there? Uh, Caden Johnson. That's the one yep. I want to see. Yep, he's been. I'd he's really like to see that. He's been really talking us up on Twitter a lot, so that's yep. nice. Um, but I mean, just the way that like Smothers and Corcoran and like Blaze Gunnerson and all those guys are all really getting really tight together. That's huge. I think that's really huge because it is each for each class to be that tight. That just makes the team even tighter and gets gets the culture closer to where Frost wants it to be. And once we have our culture with the talent, that's when we're going to pop. So Yeah. But we did get a 2021 commit. Teddy uh Oh, the kid, the kid from Yeah. Uh Elkhorn? Yeah. That kid yeah. is huge. Yeah, he's a Rivals 100. He's like <laughs> number 50, number 55, I yeah, believe. Yeah, that was an <clears throat> excellent, excellent pickup for us. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully, he stays committed. Uh, no, he will. <laughs> yeah, but that that's huge. We really that see that's the thing is we're finally starting to get some linemen that we need. Yes, that's what we need. But it's they're still gonna need a year or two in the program. Yeah, because Ben Hart, uh, I'm I'm sure they're trying to redshirt him, right? I know he's played a game. I, did, I don't think he was out there this week. Yeah, I would imagine they're going to try and save him. And then Corcoran, I mean, next year, who knows how – I mean, maybe he's better than our starter, so maybe he does start. It's Yeah, I mean, Hymas is going to be gone. So isn't Corcoran left tackle? Yeah. Yeah, I think and so. And Hymas is going to be gone. I don't know who we really have in there to back up Hymas. I thought Hymas Hy- is only a junior. Is he? I thought he was a senior. Junior. Oh, thank God. I think Farniok's a junior too, your buddy. No, get him out. Because <laughs> our our whole offense, young, our starting starting eleven is uh, 
a junior junior none of them are seniors. Oh, okay. So junior or none of the starters are seniors. Yeah, none of the starters are seniors. So our whole offense will be back next year. Okay. Well, you know, I think I think them having more competition behind them should help. So we'll see. You would think you would think so, but they they're terrible. The offensive line. It's bad, man. It's really it's bad. bad. Um yeah. So um, what else you got on Oscar takes for the game? Well, after after this weekend's game and the poor performance, you know everybody's expectations were to at least compete, right? right? And so, I I was thinking about. It. I'm like, what what is everybody's expectations for the rest of the year now? Does it does it change your expectations for the rest of the year, or do your expectations still? stay the same are you still going for nine ten wins are you thinking less now um i would be i would be happy to win every game other than wisconsin and iowa but i'm expecting us to barely make a bowl game okay See, I would just love it if we just beat Wisconsin and Iowa. <laughs> of course, but you know yeah, what I mean. I'm tired of those guys. I would but, still uh, be happy with winning every other game outside okay. of those two, but I think the expectation um, for a, I think that I think it's I think it's dropped down to just making a bowl game. Honestly, I think the expectation has come to we should win every game minus Wisconsin and Iowa. Uh. I think it's about 50-50 on bowl game or that. That or we'll lose – I mean, we'll lose one we shouldn't possibly. Right. So that would put us at, what, 7-5. and five. We'll probably lose to Minnesota, honestly. I really hope not. They're trash, I think. They're better than you think. I don't, yeah. I don't think they get the respect that they deserve. I think they're better in Northwestern. Um, so. Yeah, Northwestern's god-awful. On defense. Okay, so saying that, moving into this and north. On, no, sorry, on offense. <laughs> moving into this Northwestern game, I don't feel that comfortable. Um, you know, I'd like to say that, oh, we're bouncing back from this huge win. We're going to come out and shove it down their throat. But Northwestern plays us good every year, and they always play us good at Memorial Stadium. Yeah, I, uh, the, the, I'm not as scared as you. Um their offense, like I was talking, it, it's just awful. Yeah, they only average they only average two hundred ninety two yards a game. Especially, that's a hundred and twenty six in the country. That's terrible. Especially for having that transfer quarterback. Yeah, Hunter. Uh, what is his name? Hunter Johnson. He, wasn't he a five star for Clemson? Yeah, and then yeah, and he's, that Kelly or what's his name? Uh, oh, Sunshine. What the hell's his name? Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Oh, yeah. Trevor Lawrence. I was thinking <laughs> Kelly sunshine. Bryant, but it's Trevor. Trevor Lawrence beat him out, so he, yeah. he left. Yeah, well, it makes sense. But it, their offense, I mean, they only average 151 yards rushing, 141 yards passing. Mm-hmm. Nothing about that scares me. They average 15.5 points a game. So, so what do you think we do to beat them? I think it's passing. I don't think we can rush on them. Uh, well, yeah. Their, their defense is actually – the thing that is that worries me because their defense is actually pretty good. Um, 
it's it's about even, kind of like their offense. They only give up 145 rush yards, 173 pass yards. 173 pass yards is pretty impressive. Yeah, that's pretty stout. And it's only 318 a game, which is 31st in the country. Uh, 21.5 points a game is 43rd in the country. So it's it's not bad. Mm-hmm. But the, the thing holding them back is their offense. Right. But then, I, you know, they played, what, Stanford, who's not a – you know, real Stanford's like world beater. Yeah, they're like what sixtieth in the country. Yeah, not even. And then you know Purdue last. Uh, did they play Purdue? Mm-mm. No, they played Wisconsin they? last week. Wisconsin, and actually they kept that pretty yeah, close. Yeah, a lot closer. They than played I them tight. Um, who's the one? Who's the one win that they have? It's nothing impressive. No, I think it was just a. I can't remember. Yeah, we're terrible. No we're terrible podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I know what? it's not impressive. No, it's not. Um, I could probably look it up, figure it out. Um. So yeah. So anyways, I think we're favored by eight for the game. Um, Northwestern does always cover the spread against okay. us. Uh, they beat UNLV. Oh yeah, I mean they're yeah. like what hundredth. They're just they're, they're at the bottom. Awful. Yeah, they're, yeah, at, they're the at the bottom. bottom. Um, but yeah, we're favored by eight. I think that's kind of a high line for this game, to be honest. Uh, is it eight? Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's probably about what I would expect being at Memorial Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah we'll we'll see i don't know i think it's a little tight of a line i think it's going to come down to a you know two or three point game but i think we can think win it's going to be a two or three point game yeah man i always play us tight i i mean if we would have played ohio state close i'd say yeah we're gonna come out and rock northwestern um we couldn't even rock illinois you know well turnovers we we rocked them statistically okay but i want to rock somebody on the scoreboard and i just i don't know man i've you get ready t it's happening this week okay i i'm glad to know that you still have kool-aid down there in kansas city hey you know what i was right last week i had a bad feeling about that game what happened all right all right we'll go i got a good feeling about this game so what's your score prediction well, I'm going to go – I guess I, I shouldn't say we're going to beat them that bad, but I had us doing about 35 and Northwestern 17. Okay. Beating the spread easily. I got us at 24-17. Uh, okay, so you're you're just a, a hair below the spread. Yeah, I just I – I don't know, man. I just don't know – um. All right. Hey, hold on. Uh, any bold predictions for you? Bold predictions. Yep. I think Farniak. Uh, what do you call it when a defensive lineman pancakes an offensive lineman? Because <laughs> Farniak's gonna have about five of them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be like that. Uh, we should come up with a saying for that, or uh, come up for that. Yeah. Um. 
I think I think Mo Berry will let at least four guys past him. <laughs> Are you going to keep Are track of this? Are we doing negative this? bold predictions? Because that's all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> no. Um. Okay. So, all right. How about this? My guy played a couple of times last week, right? Cade Warner. Yeah, late. Late. Meaning. I don't know. Maybe he comes back this game. I think if he plays, 80 and a touchdown. Okay. Get ready for this bold one right here. Uh Uh-oh. Martinez has zero turnovers this game. Whoa. Whoa. I know, right? That is bold. That is very bold. If you think for one instance that he is not going to be <laughs> hurried that entire game and have a fumble. It'll probably be the first position yeah. fumble. <laughs> you Son just, of a bitch. You just ruined this entire game for everyone. Oh. Uh, All right. That's what they're, you know, that's why it's called bold. <laughs> uh, quick, quick side note here, but on college football, what do you think about California passing their law? Florida's about to be next. What do you think about all of that? Do you think it's going to – I haven't really paid too much attention to it. What what exactly are the details on that? So the schools don't pay players. Okay. But the players are allowed to get endorsements from other places, like, say, a local car dealership or, you know, something like that. Um, My thinking is – why wouldn't you go to California? That's where all the endorsements are, right? Okay, so that would just be California. No, right? Florida's going to do it. South Carolina's well, going to do it. Okay. No, listen but to I'm this. Saying, Minnesota saying, and Pennsylvania are going to do it. So that's right. in the Big Ten. So there, you, what, what you're going to have is, you know, all 50 states are going to have to do it or else – to me, it's it's kind of unfair for everybody else. Right. That's kind of where I so, think. So, say Nebraska doesn't do it, then we're going to lose out on these recruits because, they, you know, well, shit, I can't get endorsements any, anywhere in Nebraska. Exactly. Exactly. So, I don't I don't really like that at all unless it's going to be a, nationwide. You know, nationwide. That's, that's yeah. what I want. I want it to be nationwide or not at all because, yeah, that's what I was saying right from the get-go. So, if they do that, would they be – would EA Sports be pl- paying these players to bring back college football? Dear God, please do it. <laughs> yes. I've been playing that Doug Flutie game just to try and get a little flavor there and get a little taste of recruiting and everything. Which, it's not the same. Well, the recruiting's fine and all that. It's just the gameplay isn't there. It's three guys, you know, basically in their garage making a game with no money. So, I mean, okay, for for – for the circumstances, it's a fine game, but I need EA Sports making a game for me, please. Yeah, I agree. All right, we ready for um, college football lines? Yeah, hit me. All right. How did we? Do? Oh so, yeah, last week we had everything other than the Ohio State game, which you got. Yeah, and guess who won that? Okay, well, if you yep. if you want to be happy about being. Being right about Nebraska losing, <laughs> I told you. Go right I told ahead. you just. I told you just to begin with. I go. I'm not going to be happy if I'm right. Um. So for the year, I'm 13 and 10. Year 11 and 12. God just going to throw it. that out there. All right. <laughs> All right. First one. Iowa at Michigan. Michigan three and a half. Oh, uh, it's at Michigan. 
at Michigan. Who did Iowa play last week? Uh, I don't remember. And what was the score? Well, if I don't remember, I don't remember. Well, I know Michigan won fifty-two to nothing against Rutgers. Um, hold on, damn it, T. Well, it's let's see. They played. Uh, no, Michigan played Rutgers. It looks like Iowa had a bye week. Oh, they did. Yeah. Give me Iowa. Well, damn you. That's who I took. Stop. Stop doing this. You guys stop looking at my picks. All right, Auburn. Minus three at Florida. Ooh, tough game. Real tough game. I'm taking Auburn. No. Yep. No. Yep. Same thing. All right, this, this this is a fun one. Michigan State at Ohio State. Ohio State minus 20. It's a big line. It is a big line, but Ohio State looked pretty damn good it's at ohio state mm. yep man that's a big line i'll take michigan state to cover all right we got our first difference because i'm taking ohio state michigan state has a good defense that's it okay all right baylor at k-state k-state minus two Baylor's been rolling, um, but it is the Big 12. It's What was it, Baylor minus two? No, it's K-State minus two at K-State. Give me Baylor. All right, we agree on that one as well. We do? Yeah. All right, give me K-State. All right. You're just trying to catch up? Yeah. <laughs> Illinois at Minnesota, Minnesota minus 14. Oh, 14. Yep. It's a big number for that game. Yeah, it is. That's a really big number. In Minnesota. At Minnesota. Oh, that's tough. Um, Give me Minnesota. All right. We do differ there again because I took Illinois. Uh, Arizona at Colorado. 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 Okay. Give me Colorado. I I had Arizona. Man, if you if you hit on all these, you'll you'll surpass me. Colorado is sneaky good this year. Yeah, I mean it's four and a half. They're sneaky but. good. Okay, next next couple ones I just kind of threw in, figuring maybe we'd have a lot of the same picks. Okay, so I figured may, maybe here we would, you know, have something different. Right. Neither neither one of us knows much about these teams. Air Force minus three and a half at Navy. Air Force. All right, I agree. That's who I had. And then Oregon State at UCLA, minus 5.5 UCLA. Yeah, uh, I took UCLA in my uh, go big red cast pick em. All right, so did I. Oh, so we uh, do know something about these teams. I guess. All right, that's, that's uh, the last two, or that was the last one. Okay. So... Works for me. Um, all right, we'll move into NFL. Yeah. Okay. So last week, um, with our money picks, you are at four out of eight. You're still riding fifty percent. Yes. <laughs> 
I am 11 of 16 for the year. Wasn't my wasn't my greatest one. I only went one for four last week. Yeah, I, I knew it was not a good one for you. Well, I think I feel like I did a lot better on picking all the other games. Um, maybe not. I'd have to go back and look at the scores. But the money picks, I you know I put faith in your damn Packers. That won't happen again. Yeah, that uh, that one really that their defense looked about uh, last yearish on that game. Yeah. All right. So starting off Thursday night football, Rams minus one and a half versus Seattle. All right, I, I I'm taking the Rams here. Okay. I think they're going to have a bounce back game after giving up 55 points to the Bucks. I took Seattle. Um, they're playing in Seattle, 12th man. Um, Seattle is – they're playing some good ball, and I, they might end up being the best team in the NFC when it's all said and done. I, I honestly think they're going to win the division. The Rams have no pass protection at all this year, and I think Clowney uh, gives them a tough time. Uh, Baltimore minus three and a half versus Pittsburgh. I am taking the Ravens. I took Baltimore also. Um, I, I, th- I think Baltimore bounces back after that big loss to Cleveland. Um, Pittsburgh's supposed to have a really good offensive line, but it hasn't really been coming through this year. Their only good game has been against Cincinnati, and Cincinnati is just trash. So I'm not sold on them. I like Baltimore to bounce back. Uh, Chicago, minus five against Oakland. Bears. Duh, Bears. I took Chicago, too. Um, their offense didn't look great last week, but they were going against Minnesota. Oakland doesn't have perfect. Um, although they played really good against Indy, I I do think Chicago's defense is way too much, and it's a revenge game for Khalil Mack, yeah. and he had this game circled to start is, the year. Isn't, isn't Trubisky out, though? Yeah, but Kate or but uh, uh, Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel looked pretty damn good. He so. actually did look pretty good. Damn near looked better than Trubisky. So <laughs> not hard. Um, Arizona plus three and a half versus Cincinnati. I am gonna go with the Bengals. I I keep picking them every week. They keep burning me. But I I think. I, I just feel for Zach Taylor. I want him to get something going here. Yeah, it's a it's the battle of the uh, of the defeated here. Um, yeah, nobody's won a game. I like Arizona to win the game. Um, I think David Johnson's gonna rush rush all day on him, and I think Kyler Murray's actually gonna actually start running the ball a little bit here too. So yeah, I think there'll be good pickups for Daly. Yeah. Um, Jacksonville plus three and a half versus Carolina. Oh, this is a tough one. Uh, I went with the Panthers. Okay. I went with Carolina too. Um, Ramsey's out, and Jacks uh, Gardner Minshew's getting it done. Um, but the Carolina defense pretty stout. I think Ron Rivera is going to throw some things at him that he's not ready for. And Kyle Allen's not that bad. Um, they beat Houston, and I think Houston's a much better team than Jacksonville. So 
Uh, Minnesota minus six versus the Giants. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm sticking with the Giants here. Viking Vikings. Well, Kirk Cousins just looks awful. I don't know what his deal is. <coughs> yeah, you're going you're going with the Giants. Yeah. Wow. I I had high hopes for the Vikings this year, but they're just kind of. You hear that, Aaron? Yeah, I'm sorry, Aaron, but they look like shit. Um, I'm gonna take Minnesota in this one. The Giants secondary is still terrible just because Case Keenum and Dwayne Haskins didn't do anything on them. I think with everyone calling out Kirk Cousins in Minnesota in this game, he's gonna he's gonna really fire back. Um and their rush defense isn't that great. I liked Alvin Cook there too, so uh New England Minus 16 and a half against Washington. Uh, that's it. it. Patriots. Washington's trash. Yeah, I took the Patriots too. Um, no matter who they play, Keenum or Haskins, New England's defense is just firing on all cylinders this year. Belichick's just definitely going to scheme them up. And I just I just think they're better overall. Um I just don't think Washington has anything for him. Tampa Bay plus three versus New Orleans. Saints. I take the Saints too. I I do like that line though. I do think it's going to be a close game. Um, Jameis is finally getting it together down there, but the the they're playing in New Orleans. The Saints defense is really carrying the team this year, and I do think that. Sean Payton and between Teddy and Taysom Hill, he'll throw enough trickery there um, against Todd Bowles and Tampa Bay defense, and uh, they'll find a way to come out with a big win there. Well, not big, but by a touchdown, probably. Uh, Atlanta plus five versus Houston. Uh, I took Houston. Yeah, I took Houston as well. I don't know what the hell's going on with Atlanta, but it ain't good. Uh, Dan Quinn's probably going to end up getting fired. Um, Makes no sense. They shouldn't be this bad. No, they shouldn't. Um, one of the key factors here for me is Houston's coming off that loss against Carolina, and Keanu O'Neal's out for Atlanta for the year, so I really like Hopkins and Fuller going over the top over those corners. And there's not really another safety over there in Atlanta to help protect them. So Denver plus six and a half versus the Chargers. Uh, Chargers. Broncos remain winless. Yep, I took the Chargers too. Um, Bradley Chubb's out for the year. Um, So all you have to do is just stay away from Von Miller. Um, Melvin Gordon's back this week. So even if he's not 100%, you still got Eckler back there to throw in to back him up. And Flacco, Denver, they're only losing their games because field goals by another team, which isn't Flacco's fault. But I I do like the Chargers secondary to get after him here. I Derwin James is out, but I think they're going to be okay and cover him. Uh, Green Bay plus three and a half versus Dallas. Yeah, this is a tough one too. Green Bay looks so good to start the season, but then again, it might have been against inferior opponents. Cowboys are kind of rolling right now. 
Um, but I, I I expect the Packers defense to, to step up a little bit more this week, and I, I think they can cover. Going with the Packers, they might lose, but it's not going to be by more than three. Okay, I'm going with Dallas. Um, I don't I don't think Green Bay's rush defense. It's not the greatest. Um, no. And Zeke's going to have a big game, and Devontae Adams isn't playing. Oh, I forgot about that. So, do you want to change it? No, I'll stick with it. Okay. Um, Indy plus eleven and a half versus Kansas City. Huh. I missed that one. I don't even have it written down. Um, you know what? I'm going to actually take Indy. I did too. Um, what's It's supposed to rain here this weekend. What's it supposed to do in Kansas City? Rain. Is it rain too? Okay, so that might hurt Indy just a tiny bit because um, they're used to playing in the Dome. But that's a big line. Um, Chiefs are coming off of a tough game on the road against the Lions. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is the only quarterback to have multiple touchdown passes in every game. And I think between Marlon Mack, Wilkinson, and Naheem Hines, they can, they can rush enough to keep, keep Mahomes and them off the field a little bit and kind of keep the game close. Um, and finally, last game, Monday night, Cleveland plus three and a half versus San Francisco. And... Interesting, interesting fact here. <coughs> Niners have the most wins on Monday Night Football, and this win that they're going for is number forty-nine. Ooh, too bad I got the Browns. Ooh. Well, um, I think Does that hurt. Does that hurt a little no, bit? No. Um, I. I think San Francisco can win the game, but I'm picking Cleveland just just because I've been picking against the Niners all year, and it's, you know, only thing that matters hey, is them actually winning the game. I think, did you miss a couple games? Which ones do you have? Uh, two of them. Did we do Bills-Titans? Oh, no, I don't have that one. And then Jets-Eagles. Nice, good call. Okay, so what are the lines on those? Uh, e- uh, Jets-Eagles is 13 and a half. Eagles. Oh. Uh, I'll take Philly. That's who I took. And then Bills, Titans, Titans minus three. Titans minus three? Yep. Um Wow, that's a that's a that's a tough one. Um Shit, man. I don't know. Buff uh is Josh Allen playing? I think so. He got a concussion. He got banged he got hit pretty damn hard. Well, that's a good question then. That might reverse my uh Yeah, that makes all the difference for me. Yeah, it does. I mean Matt Barkley against the Tennessee defense, for Christ's sakes, that's a no brainer. Uh, let's see. I'll look it up too. See uh, what... No, it says just Thompson and Croft are out for Buffalo. That's it. All right. Um, he's questionable. Yeah, he's questionable as of right now. He's still in the concussion protocol. I don't think he's going to play. Give me Tennessee. 
Yikes. I, I took the Bills, assuming he was going to play. Mm-hmm. And that might... That was actually one of my money picks, too. Well, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm going to stick with it. Screw it. Hopefully he plays. If he doesn't, I'm going to lose one. <laughs> and that's your money pick? That's one of them, yeah. All right, what else you got for money picks? I got Patriots over the Redskins. With a big line. Yes, with the big line. I got the Chargers to cover the Broncos. Okay. And then I got the Browns to cover the 49ers. Ooh. Really trying to piss me off, aren't you? No, I just, I don't know. Hmm. I was trying to find a fifth one, and I haven't yet. Maybe go through yours, and I'll pick one one more. Well, I definitely like the Chargers over Denver. Um, I like Indy to cover against Kansas City because it's a big line. I like Minnesota to win by at least a touchdown against the Giants. Um, I like Seattle over two points over the Rams. And then also I like Arizona four points over Cincinnati. Okay, so Okay, so what was yours again real quick? Seattle, Arizona, Minnesota, Chargers, Indy. Okay. So I'm gonna throw one more. I'm gonna take the Ravens over the Steelers. Alright. Don't wanna don't wanna touch that Green Bay game, huh? Oh, hell no. <laughs> I let you do that last week. I didn't even touch it. Yeah, I should have known better. But what do you do? All right. Yeah. Um, what do we, Okay, fantasy. Before I jump into it, you want to say anything on fantasy? You have any hot takes? Uh, I'm 4-0 and in our league, so okay, that's pretty awesome. All right. Just going to throw that out there. Humble brag. Uh, no, I got, I, got, I got nothing. I mean, I wouldn't pick up Jacoby Brissett as a backup. That's... I mean, I think he's doing pretty good. I think he's a solid pickup. No, yeah, he's fine. If he's out there on waivers, you should pick him up. Um, yeah. All right, so some of my key fantasy takes that I got is Chris Herndon and Golden Tate come back from suspension. I went and picked up Golden Tate in a league where he was still available. Um, if, you're, if you're somebody that's hurting for a tight end and you can afford to stash um, until – Darnold gets back. I like Chris Herndon. Otherwise, just keep your eye out on him if no one picks him up and be ready to grab him when Darnold is back. Uh, John Ross is out for a month, so I really like Tyler Boyd. Um, I have him in one of my leagues, but I'm sure he's not available anywhere. But you might want to think about trading for him. Um, so, I mean, Cincinnati's always going to be throwing the ball, playing from behind. So I like Boyd there. Um, let's see here. Devontae Adams is out. So I do like uh, M. Valdez-Scandling and Geronimo Allison um, to get, get a lot of targets this week. I don't know if I necessarily want to pick them up in season long, but I definitely want to look at them and uh, dailies. Daily, yeah. I'd take him in daily, not for the year. Yep. Um, my my waiver guy of the week is Jordan Howard. I think that last game separated himself away from Miles Sanders. I think Miles Sanders is just going to be way too gimmicky 
and Jordan Howard's going to be stealing all the touchdowns. So I like I him. Hope, I hope you're right because he's on my team. Yeah, I I I like him there. Um, the one league that I'm in for standard scoring, which is just horrendous. <laughs> um, I wouldn't picked him up. So um, I really like for dailies. I really like David Johnson versus the Bengals. Um, I think he's going to have a pretty good game. On the flip side of that, I like Tyler Eifert against the Cardinals. Cardinals are still giving up the the most points to tight ends. And it's kind of dicey throwing Eifert out there because Uzuma might end up stealing a touchdown from him. But Andy Dalt was looking towards Eifert in that Pittsburgh game. So um, I really like Adam Thielen to have a big game this week uh, with him calling out Cousins. Collins, or I mean Cousins came out and apologized to Thielen specifically today. So oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, and they're going against the Giants. So I really like uh I really like Thielen. And then Zeke against the Packers run D. I think Zeke I think Zeke's gonna run wild on him. It's good possibility. So um I know I you you guys know I hate I hate doing the Thursday through Monday or all of the games you know, Thursday through Sunday. I hate doing that, but I made a Thursday through Monday or Thursday through Sunday lineup here uh, for anyone that likes doing that on DraftKings. Um, but you know me, normally I'm morning only and afternoon only, but if you're going to roll, if I had to roll out a lineup for Thursday through Sunday, I would go Brady at quarterback, Elliot and David Johnson, as my two running backs, Tyler Boyd, uh, Valdez Scandling, and Calvin Ridley for my three wide receivers, Tyler Eifert as my tight end, Golden Tate for my flex play, because I think I think they're going to try and make it a point to get him the ball coming back, and then the Chargers for my defense, rolling with the Chargers one more week there. So that's pretty good. Like I said, it's not that's not really what I like to do there. Um, yeah, because if thir- if Thursday starts out bad, you're kind of screwed. Why? How many players do you pl- have playing from Thursday? None. So not that could them. that could Never be mind. that could be an all day Sunday one there. I don't yeah, have any Monday be. guys either. But yeah, I mean it's Seattle versus the Rams, and yeah. So why didn't you just do all Sunday? I don't know. I just picked for if I, you know, just in case there was somebody from any of the games I wanted to take there. Okay. So, um, but I tell you what, that golden 49 for the Niners, it's going to be sweet. Um, (laughs) I think Tevin Coleman's back this week, and the Niners, I think they're going to keep the ball away from Baker. I I just picked up Tevin Coleman today. Now, that I don't like. I don't like rostering any of the Niners running backs because they are so committee heavy. I mean, yeah. you got Jeff Wilson stealing all the touchdowns. You got Breda and Mostert flipping back and forth. Yeah, they do have a lot. For big runs. And now you're adding Coleman into the mix. I, I hate playing with any of them in fantasy because you just never know whose day it's going to be. Yeah. So that's that's the only issue I have with that. He's he's just a backup. I had uh, 
Mike Davis from Chicago, and he wasn't doing crap. Uh, so. Why? Why does she yeah. still have him? <laughs> yeah, well, that, exactly. Why did I? So I was finally like, okay, I got to get rid of this guy. Yeah. And Tevin Coleman was available. I was like, all right, I'll take him. Yeah. Um, but, no, I think I think be- David Johnson and uh, Thielen – or two guys I'm gonna I'm gonna roll heavy this week in uh in dailies. I did David Johnson. Yeah. Anyone I'm, going I'm, against the Cincinnati for running back, you gotta take yeah. him. And Yeah, and I did the same as you. I took Tom Brady as well. I thought that was a solid one to start with. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a great game for him. Going against Washington. I mean Exactly. And he's not too expensive, so No, he's actually cheap. Yep. So, well, that's all I got. All right. All right. That's all I got. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Go Big Red.